Thank you for flying Mad Lads. X's can be found at the front and rear of the podcast. Your pilots know nothing more than you, nor should you think they do. We are just clueless as the rest of you. Please put all tray tables and seat backs in their upright positions for takeoff. This podcast does cuss, and we fucking mean it, so we do recommend 16 and above. Please fasten all seatbelts until we have turned off the seatbelt sign. During the flight, many topics may be discussed and many ideas may be shared. None of which should be taken as fact or even the person's actual belief, but merely a debatable viewpoint. Thank you for flying Mad Lads, and we hope you enjoy the cast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live tonight. It's going to be a great, great night. I hope you guys are ready. We have a lot of fun topics for you guys tonight. Uh, Some amazing things, some funny things, some very serious things. And who knows where the hell we'll end up. You guys know how this works. We start places and end up in other places. So, uh, as usual, uh, I'm Matt Hatterand, and I'm having a good night. Uh, Next! I'm AG, and yeah, I'm having a great night. Yeah, just for anyone that doesn't recognize me, yes, it says actually AG. (laughs) Yeah, for those of us on Spotify, okay, that are viewing, not just listening, uh, we love Apple and we love... Google Podcast, but the only place you can view us is Spotify, so come check us out. AG just had to modify his uh, appearance, and there's actually a very good reason for this, and we'll get into it, uh, but it looks great, AG, I swear it looks great. I know, I like it. I like it. Glad you like it. I love it. And uh, I myself am Click It, hailing from the Midwest, Chicago. Let's go, baby. Yeah! Uh, Okay, let's... uh... Uh, listeners, viewers, we're gonna, we're gonna start off with the heavier stuff and end out with uh, cool movie stuff and lighter, lighter edge stuff. That's where we're gonna go today. So, let's start with the big thing that affected one of our own, uh, Mr. AG Developer. Partially why he, he changed his look. It wasn't all just cause, you know, he, he got sober and decided to change his whole life. No, that will never happen. Um, <laughs> it's it's not because he was abducted by aliens, at least we don't think. Um, and it's also not because he joined a new boy band. Although, uh, I do hear that uh, they are calling and they want him just to look good. They're, they're going to um, um, Millie Vanilla's voice. So, uh, nobody will ever know. <laughs> Um, so, uh, for those that don't know, because you're, uh, dumb Americans like myself, um, because <laughs> we don't pay attention outside of our own country unless it's violent, I guess. Um, but, um... Or you can start Twitter arguments. True. No, uh, my, my wife knew about it, actually. I'm, I'm being kind of extremist. Um, most of probably the over 35-year-olds know what's going on, because they stay pretty, pretty well, um versed in world affairs i'll be honest yes uh but under that i mean i didn't give a shit about world affairs at 22 so you know and i was traveling the world at 22 i didn't give a fuck where i was at um so yeah that's the joy of being young but the uk has been experiencing an all-time record heat wave now now let's try to help the americans when we talk about this because remember most of them can't convert in their head. So, um, 
How, what's what's the hottest it got over in Scotland? What's the hottest in you guys Scotland, registered? Um, I'm not sure what was the hottest we registered, but I know that where I was on Monday, we had a record-shattering 39 degrees. Celsius. After. What is Celsius, that yeah, Fahrenheit? I, think... I can tell you. <laughs> I can roundabout tell you. 47 Celsius is 116. Okay, so 39, oops, 39C to Fahrenheit is 102, 102. Now. Hot dang. Yeah, hot damn. That's, that's Southern Florida, Arizona, Southern California, Northern Mexico temperatures. Okay. That's the, for, for those of us in the U.S., and also the hottest day before this was 34.8 Celsius. Yeah, so this is an all-time record so, since it's being... This is all-time, right? Yeah, and then in England as well, they were hitting like into the mid-40s, which is mid unheard of. Yeah, mid-40s. So the, let's just the say 44. Whole UK, the whole it's UK, the highest temperature we've had as a collective um, was about 39. So we shattered that here in Scotland. Down in England, they just completely smashed through it. Well, here's the thing. Also, in, in places that are desert places or know that they get that high, houses and other structures are built to insulate against the heat, right? But in England, they never see temperatures that high, and they're built to insulate against the cold to hold the yeah. heat in trap the heat in yeah so and and actually this this is a very big thing that that isn't it was talked about um in one thing i read but i don't say talked about much is um it's seriously different construction you guys are built to recirculate your own heat there's uh if i remember right right you have you have spaces between the walls would circulate the warm heat throughout, correct? Yeah, usually it's like most houses are built out of brick and then you have a layer of insulation, um, you have that empty space, and then you have another layer of insulation before right. finally getting to the walls. The wall. Not right. only that, but then floors as well. Like, we barely have, like, wood floors or anything like that. It's all carpets in every room and stuff like that. Double glazing in all the windows. Yeah, they're so... they're protected against harsh winters because your winters get negatives, right? They can, yes, they have yeah. before many times. More often than your summers hit this high. Our summers really never hit this high. It's been one-offs, really. Right. Fifteen degrees is what I'd expect a typical summer to be. Well, and and that's that's the thing. So so there's no, and most people don't have AC. In the UK, nope, no, no, absolutely no one has AC. No, yeah. if you were if you were a multi-millionaire building a mansion in the UK, you would probably look at AC and go, "That's no not necessary." Yeah, it's 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 kind of like if you live on an island that's twenty miles by ten miles across, you don't own a car. There is no point you own a bicycle or 
uh, a little ATV. Why spend the money on fucking a $40,000 vehicle, right? If yeah. you never leave, if everything's on that one island, right? Same thing. Here, there's no, absolutely no need for air conditioning ever. The hottest it gets, you turn on a fan. And even I, then, most of the time, because it is like the hottest we get is about 15 degrees, we don't even need that. We will just weather the storm, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and so that wasn't led to a massive shortage of fans and stuff like that because we just weren't ready for this. Well, and okay, here's the other question. So, so I know you told us that they issued health warnings. Did were there any fatalities due to this that have been reported mm. yet? Um, not reported, but I literally watched a dude die outside my window. The dude collapsed. They performed CPR and they called time of death. A dude ah. literally died from the heat. Wow. I was sitting out of, the, out of the window having a smoke, and yeah, no. Like you know, at least one. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 And not only that, but like roads have melted and stuff like that and warped. Um, there was a traffic signal crossing um, that completely, like, you know how they're made out of plastic, right? And they're meant to just warn you when trains are incoming, you know, in those kind of intersections. Yeah, right. one of them was, you could literally see the plastic had solidified in a molten state. I can send you the image of it um, at some point, but yeah, no, it just completely melted. Roads literally turned into liquid. Airports had to get shut down because the tarmac was literally melting. You know, it was absolutely crazy. Hmm. Let's see what... I was looking up some stuff, see if I could get some figures here. But yeah, for us, you know, this kind of weather is completely unheard of. That's why we were freaking out. Meanwhile, everyone on Twitter was saying, oh, Florida gets more than that and we're fine. But right. as Har said, you've got to yeah. remember that two different worlds. We are built expecting cold, not heat. Florida is built expecting heat, not cold. Right. So when they get huge blizzards, it's, it's killer. Exactly. That's yeah, that's why even uh, okay. I keep seeing I keep seeing sword above 40, 40 Celsius. What temperature? I don't know why that's so hard to get a like goddamn. What's the highest temperature that was recorded in UK? I don't care where, where what what. Okay, a provisional reading of forty point three, which is. A uh, hundred and four. That's not correct. Yeah, it's close though. Um, what's our number? What's our top? This is this is from the Associated Press. So this is straight from a UK paper. I'm trying to see if we can get. Okay. Forty forty two point six. 42.6. That's a hundred. That one's a bit low. What's, what's, what'd you send me? What'd you send me? That's the um, oh. image of that oh my low God. level um, traffic light. But yeah, it literally Jesus. just melted. Jesus. 
uh, for our viewers, I mean, just imagine that your 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 yield and your stoplight, you know, one of those uh, little ones on a pole at a small stop, not a major cross the top, right? A small stop on the right-hand side of the road for us Americans. Imagine that it's made out of Play-Doh and someone left it in the sun too long. That's what it looks like. It looks like it's just like claymation that was just left to go. It's crazy. That is just nuts. Yeah, because we use materials and stuff like that to withstand the cold, not the heat. So, obviously, you know, things struggle when it gets that hot. Not only that, but while Hatter's looking that up, That's right in the middle of a heat wave, um, I had my own little personal crisis of zero internet. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I do want to point out, uh, and I hope nobody comes here to slap me, the internet is not a necessity. You can survive, AG, without connection to other life forms. Yeah, but yeah, his lights... Yeah, it was a lot more than just the internet. It was like, for example, the lights in my house. No, just start, just I... start, just just break your keyblades and light them on fire. <laughs> I know that's like telling me to light my books on fire for heat. Exactly. Yeah. I would, I, uh, milk crates. I would head. literally freeze to death before I light those books on fire or my guitar. No, uh, just light, light a milk crate. Come on, man. You can do Dude, it. Dude, if, <laughs> if I ever got trapped in this basement for some reason, right? Couldn't get out. Hey, I've got enough food to last years by myself. Two. Yeah, none of this would become fire. I would, you, they'd find me down here like this. <laughs> oh my chair just waiting they're like oh he could have saved his own life if he had just broke one of these guitars <laughs> nah that'd be dope. why why didn't you <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah oh, but no the entire thing of the internet why it irked me is because it was going to like I was going to use it to distract myself from the fact I'm literally becoming a fucking puddle you know what I mean? Just yeah. watch some shit or stuff like that, but no, 36 hours without internet, which was incredibly fun. So I basically just had to sit around and do nothing but melt. I bet melting would be fun if you had some hallucinogenics, maybe, or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would call it. <laughs> Of course, of course. You just course. stare at the walls while they breathe. That's right. Look, you melt, the walls melt, it all melts! I don't know. <laughs> it sounded good. There's also a great repercussion in that, in the fact that <clears throat> local stores and stuff, their POS systems, With the what, internet? Yeah. yeah. So, so when you're trying to go to the nothing. store, yeah, when you're trying to go to the store and you're trying to, you know, buy yourself an ice-cold cola, you know, an ice-cold cherry coke, to keep yourself cool, you can't! And, you, and you're like, okay, well, cash on me. I'll go to the ATM. I'll go to the ATM because I really want that ice cold cherry coke. No, but internet you, money you can't. Out. Yeah, you, you can't get money out. Your why money's do you, stuck. Why do, you, why do you think I always keep $1,000 cash in my house? That's more than I, I have in my bank account at any one I, time. <laughs> I, I don't trust the system. 
<laughs> Shit goes down all the time. Well, all, all it takes is for somebody to turn off the internet and for people to go, oh, that'll never happen. Civilizations fall all the time. You know? It's as simple as it gets. I don't trust nothing. Remember, remember history. What happened during the Great Depression? Banks stopped giving money out. But for those that kept their money in the mattress, they were rich motherfuckers. <laughs> Just saying. He, uh, I got a buddy who will take 20% of his paycheck straight to uh, a place and buy gold bullion. Or uh, silver bullion. He puts it into silver. Because silver may may not be worth as much as gold, but it also never fluctuates. It's literally been, I think, worth 20 or 30 cents up or down in the last 100 years. So he does that. He's smart. He's smart. Yeah. Well, and you have to remember, and I, I explained this to somebody. I said, okay, let me give you a scenario world goes to shit right no internet no power on mo in most countries okay and who gives a shit if norway still got a fully functioning democracy doesn't matter if you're anywhere that's not norway right you you have your own problems to deal with okay so imagine that world imagine yes any money you had in the system is gone okay Money's not worth the damn anyway. Doesn't get you anywhere because it's, it's paper. The coins aren't even fucking nickels and and copper pennies anymore. You can't even melt them down to get anything of value out of them on a realistic level. So what do you do in that society? What's worth anything? Food, shelter, iron and steel. Yeah, survivability. Wood. Wood is going to be worth more than gold because it can be used to build a house. It can be used to start a fire. It can be used to make weapons. It can be used to make tools. Somebody who can skin an animal and make clothing or weave and make clothing is going to be more useful than any tech giant. Yeah, for what you need. So, yeah. you know... Uh, it's not that I think that's going to happen in my lifetime, but it could. It could. Be prepared. Be prepared. And I'm You've also got to remember the fact that if that happened, like, 8% of the Earth's population would immediately get wiped out because some people just can't survive without the internet. Well, <laughs> well here's, here's, here's the I other mean, thing. Beef. Some people can't survive without somebody telling them how to do that. I'll give you a point of example. Governments and religion are man-made. Okay, they both the reason they can't be at the same table together is because they both want the same thing control and they don't want control because they're evil. They want control because the people who created them want to be controlled, i.e. us. Most of us want to be told what's a sin and what's not what's legal and what's not. They want the rules defined and. I've always had a problem with this because 
it's 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 like the old sentiment. I can't tell you what evil is, but I know it when I see it. Right? Yes. I think and, and laws are fine. We need laws. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all these weird subsequent social rules and all this weird shit that we do. Um, all these petty laws that don't matter. You can't walk your dog on the left side of the street on a Sunday. There are states that have these ridiculous fucking laws. Okay? True. Um, and I do want to point out, I have to say, I am well aware that laws like this are the same thing as you ever you ever go buy a plastic tub, right? And on the inside is the sticker where it shows that's not where you put your baby, right? Right? Yeah. You know why that exists? Because somebody did that and killed their baby. And yeah, then sued the probably. company. That's why. <laughs> because we have uh, to have them because humans are dumb. I put my baby there. Why why yeah, that? You, what, what do you mean? You're not supposed to put the lid on. <laughs> I thought it was a container. <laughs> I kept my foot on the top the whole time, like you said. Why? <laughs> Just like you said. I, 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 I made sure it couldn't get out. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, humanity amazes me. And here's what's even funnier. We've all heard the story about uh, uh, the lady who, like... Did something that was an obvious dumb thing, but because the company didn't tell her she shouldn't, she sued and won, right? Or he, oh yeah, this coffee is fucking scalding. Don't put it in your nope. fucking baby maker. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it to my baby. Oh, it burned my baby. I'm suing. <laughs> like we all hear about these all the time, and 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 that's why dumbass laws are made because humans are dumb. Yeah, that's I, why you buy a fucking hairdryer that has a fucking sticker on it that says, hey, don't throw me in the water. Like right. you're just tossing a fucking baby into right. the and, waters of And I get that, denial. but I'm more, I'm more talking about some of these new laws that are coming out. The social weird laws that we're making about stuff. Things like... I mean, they're the same energy. Well, okay, we were having a discussion pre... pre uh, pre-stream and it feeds into something else um but um it's kind of like this weird knee-jerk reaction um okay so as i've as i've talked about before on this podcast but for those that are new listeners uh, i'm i'm very much in support of uh the trans community and the hardships that those uh men and women face as they become themselves Okay, I, I fully understand that. At the same time, the knee-jerk reactions we're getting and these, these, these gun-of-the-hip uh, laws that happen about saying they, them, he, she, being derogatory harassment that is suable that and 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 criminal it's it's just insane okay so and and this is what i told my fellow podcasters listeners and and please come into our discord let me know if you agree or disagree if if ag or click wanted to transition okay and we've known each other for years okay and i'm all in support and i have a slip of the tongue 
and I call them he instead of she. Now, should she then break our friendship, yell at me, throw shit in my face, and threaten me with lawsuits and... No. No. That's just ridiculous. And, and that's what I'm talking about. We have to remember that, yes, you can be whoever you want to be, but nobody has to accept who you are. Regardless of whether you change your sex, want to be a KKK member, want to be a white boy acting like a black dude, it doesn't matter. Nobody has to accept you. That's the weird thing I think we're missing in America, is, is the truth that nobody has to accept you, except you. You have to accept who you are and be okay with it. Fuck everyone else. I've never cared what anybody thinks about me. Look, I'll tell everybody, I traveled the country with jeans on and a skirt that I slid up the middle. You know why? Wasn't a fashion statement. Because when I slept on the side of the road as I hitchhiked across the country and around the world, I needed it to cover up as a blanket. And instead of carrying more shit in a book bag, which was already full, I wore it along with usually three shirts, regardless of whether I was in 80 or 90 degree Fahrenheit weather. Because I carried what I had on me and I had to make do. Right? But you're talking dreads down to my ass. Weird dude. Early 2000s. Hitchhiking and walking across the country. Right? I can't judge anybody. And I, I, can't ex I can't expect everybody to accept me. I know what I looked like. And I know what I look like still. At my job, I'm a supervisor. And I have to go deal with customers. With my piercings in. I have to be more professional. I have to be more understanding. But at the same time, so that they understand that this doesn't matter. You know, the face, uh, listeners. But what I say matters, right? So I, I, think, I think realistically here, people need to realize that nobody has to accept who you are. That, that fantasy world that we've created recently where everybody gets a participation trophy, everybody should respect you, but you don't necessarily have to respect them because what you say is your opinion and that should be respected, right? But your opinion might be disrespecting someone else. You ever thought about that? I, you know, it's, it's weird, this, this backward idea we have. The, the truth of the matter is nobody has to respect anybody. You have to respect everybody. No, the fuck I don't. I don't have to respect anybody. But if I don't respect anybody, I should also expect not to be respected in kind. By yeah, anybody. Respect is earned. Is earned. It's not just given. I have a human respect for people. I'm not going to walk up and trip you in Walmart. <laughs> Fuck you and your baby you're carrying. <laughs> like, yeah, like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like walk out the door, see you walking behind me and and slam the door in your face. Like, you know, I'm not a douchebag. I'll hold the door for people. I'm like, you know, I have human respect for other people. That should already be a given. But I'm not gonna like overtly respect you and your opinions, and I don't even know you. Because you probably don't respect mine. And if I already am having this thought, you've probably already disrespected mine. You know what I mean? Like, that's, 
that's kind of the point. You ever notice the people who 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 talk about being disrespected all the time tend to be the ones that disrespect people all the time? Yeah. See, you're talking about all of that. Reminds me of a quote that you said <laughs> yourself, Har, on a previous episode a few times now. It was something like, "You can have your fantasy, but at what point do I need to make him something like that?" It's, it's you can have whatever fantasy you want, but at what point do you expect everyone to believe your fantasy? That's it. Yeah, I want I I want to be a goddamn astronaut. Do you think I'm going to be an astronaut? If you don't, we're not friends. That's what people do all the time. You know what? I have so much respect for the guy who goes out in Nolans and pretends to be a statue for money. He's doing what he loves. Fuck you, people. Really? He is him. He doesn't give a shit if you think he's dumb. He doesn't care. The guy who sits there and plays sax and you think he's a poor homeless? He doesn't care. He's doing what he loves. The guys and girls who perform on the street. The, 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 the people who... We've all seen the videos on YouTube, people at Walmart. You think those people give a shit what you think about them? And I bet you what? They're probably twice as happy as all of us. 100%. I bet they're all happier than we are because they just don't give a fuck. I think the world gives a little bit too much of a fuck. A little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Just need to calm it down. It's not that deep. Look, look. I'll put it like this for our list. I really like AG and Click as people. Okay? This is this okay. is on the real. I really do like AG and Click as, as people. Okay? Does my like of them depend on their like of me? Fuck no! You know, Click could turn off the camera and go, man, Adder, he talks so fucking much. What a douchebag. He just, <laughs> I wish I'd never asked him to join the podcast. He could do that, and I'm still going to be the same loud piece of shit that I am now. Yeah, there's literally no stopping him. Yeah, there's none. You know, and that's, that's the way I think a lot of people should be. And I'm not saying just be disregarding of other people's feelings. Of course. Care about those that you care about. Of course. But don't change who you are for anybody. I don't even change who I am for my wife. Okay, I've evolved, but that's because in any relationship, you both kind of become a, an entity, your team. You, you, you fix things or help people fix things about themselves that they maybe just couldn't have done on their own or they didn't see or, you know, and it's not that they have to be pointed out. It's that, for instance, okay, when I was a bachelor, I cleaned, I kept a clean house, but not to my wife's standards. In no way, shape, or form to my wife's standards. But I have evolved and gotten better at my cleaning. Not because she wants me to. Not because she's bitched at me for it. But because I want to do better like her. Right? So that's what I mean. I've changed because I want to. In certain areas. But I'm still a loud piece of shit. I'm still a Leo. I'm still... You know, she'll, she'll tell me on a regular basis. Because it's all about you. 
And I'm like, no, I know I come across that way, but I'm just that awesome. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't, I guess what I'm saying is everybody should, should, should just be themselves and let others be themselves too. You don't have to agree with people. You don't have to like people. That's a misnomer too. You don't have to like everybody. And guess what? 90% of the people you meet won't like you. It's okay. You don't need everybody to like you for your life to be complete. Hell, you don't need a single person to like you but yourself for your life to be complete. I know people who love themselves and buy a dog. Less maintenance, less upkeep. You're not going to pay for college. (laughs) Right? Like, that's, I mean, that's literally what my buddy said. And he's, he's like... 28 and a millionaire multi-millionaire <laughs> i'm like nice. how'd you do that dude he's like i don't have fucking kids okay fair enough fair point i can't argue that yeah. um it's just and and i'm not saying you know people should not have kids because i have a daughter uh i believe that my main goal in life was to produce future me's which should scare everyone but um, that should, in my opinion, that, that, that's, what's the meaning of life? To continue it. There's no secret. I don't know why people think there's some ulterior motive for why we're here. Continuation. Life continues. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. There's no hidden goal, hidden meaning. Just to have babies make them make other babies. That's it. I don't. Babies. It's not that deep. And and after you've made babies and made them into little adults that you think will survive, your job's done. You're done. You get to enjoy what's left. That's it. That's it. People people think, look, and, and guys, keep in mind, I work 45, 50 hours a week. I work a lot. I enjoy work. I enjoy producing. I enjoy doing. I also enjoy playing. I also enjoy not working. You got to find that mediation. I don't think I'll ever, I don't think I'll ever, uh, uh, retire. They'll have to like drag me out of work. And when, 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 when they finally make me retire, I'll probably like start a, start a business and do something else. I can't. Logistics. Yeah. I'm going to, they're going to, they're going to find me. Grandpa, grandpa. And I'm going to be bent over the desk. Like, (sighs) you know? (laughs) Like dreads strewn down the fucking desk. Tattoos on my face, because at that point, I'd be like 75 getting tribal face tattoos. Because at that point, fuck them. Yes. I'm going to be that grandpa. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the guy who, when he's around people he doesn't know, will act senile and say the random dumbest shit that comes into his head because he knows people are going to look at him and go, ah, he's old. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Be like, oh, all these fucking past. kids, uh, always, always with their music. Uh, how you doing, young man? <laughs> like, that kind of reminds me of a thing I saw um, a while back. It was... Someone was out and about, right? And they saw an old couple. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. An old couple, you know, shopping together. 
And the old man, you know, turns around to the, um, his wife and he's like, Oh, you put that in the basket, but I want this. Fucking put this in the basket, you old boots. Or I'll kick yeah. you in the vagina inside out. And you're like, oh, it's so adorable. Just That's, oh, that's how me and my wife are going to be. <laughs> I swear to God. Anybody ever watched uh, oh. uh, Dane Cook? So cute. Have you ever seen the comedian Dane Cook click? Yes, I have. Okay, so so he has a bit where he where he talks to this couple, and they they were celebrating their fiftieth wedding anniversary, and they take pictures with Dane, and uh, it's all lovely, and he's he's so cute, and uh, she's uh, the the wife's over there doing something, and and he says real quick to the old man, he's like, oh, that's so lovely, you guys have been together fifty years, how did you do it? And he leans real close to Dane, and he says, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like i swear to god like yeah I think the, that actually reminds me of another thing yeah it was the, the truth is just humor that's all the truth is humor yeah there was like an old couple here in the uk who were together for like 80 or so years we're like a hundred or so years old and you know we were getting interviewed and asked how the hell did you manage to do that and like we just don't talk to each other. She sleeps in yeah. that bedroom, I sleep in this bedroom, we only see each other in the mornings and at night. <laughs> Absence makes a heart grow fonder. Let's go. Look, the truth is, the truth is, yeah. very few humans are actually monogamous. And here's why. It's a natural thing. The reason for that is, humans by nature by nature, are not monogamous. And you can look s strictly at our natural sex cycle and our birth cycle. Okay. Animals that have uh, singular partners, penguins, uh, certain dolphin breeds, and others. Yeah. They menstruate like once or twice a year. Oh. Uh. Okay. And their birth cycles are, uh, are, are either... It depends, because species has a lot to do with it. Penguins, I think, birth cycle's shorter. Uh, but they're smaller animals. They produce clutches, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Uh, but either way, um, the way humans work is humans can generate eggs. Female humans can generate eggs every 24 days. Wow. Give or take. Which naturally denotes multiple partners. Now, we know this to be true because our closest relatives are in no way, shape, or form monogamous. There's not a mammalian primate species that practices monogamy. Monogamy yeah, that was comes only from church. Yeah, monogamy was only introduced with religion. Now Christians like to claim that marriage is theirs. Sorry about your luck. People have been married before there was God. Mm. And that's because there is a drive to find the most perfect mate for you. That isn't every species, but it's so well-wired in humans for our evolutionary you know what makes us better than other species what our ability to evolutionarily jump in leaps and bounds what takes 
other species generations to learn. We learn within portions of lifetimes. Hmm. Okay? And we not only do that, but we transition that straight to our children immediately. They don't have to learn from their own mistakes. Right? Nice. So, there is, there is that drive to find the perfect mate. And so that drive is so strong, it supersedes the sexual drive to mate often. Now, not in everyone, as Mormons will tell you. Or Jehovah's Witnesses who have 14 kids, right? Or any of those older, old-timey religion. It's not always Christian, but old-timey, you know, they believe that uh, they, they hold the populate the earth. Like, really, really high, you know? Yeah, that I've... classic belief, the, like, oh, shit, you sinner. You're yeah. gonna make us all... These are the people driving the Roe v. Wade thing, by the way. Um, which, which, you know, it's kind of funny um, that, you know, we talked about this last time when we talked about Roe v. Wade. It's funny that religion seems to be the driving force for that, even though... Like I told you, I have now come to the idea that even though it's a step back, it's a necessary step back so that we can correctly step forward. Um, yeah, I mean, vote locally where you want your laws to change. Exactly. Because they put the full power in their own local states and governments instead of just making it like, oh, the government has to do everything for all everyone. I'm hoping these growing pains teach the American people that they actually have the power. They have the power to change where they live. And it's real easy. Real easy. My opinion is still not changed, but what do I know? I'm not American, so... <laughs> I mean... Hey, your opinion is still valid. No, it's not. The Queen says it's not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, now, that brings us... That's a good segue, right, to um, Roe v. Wade uh, and some of the trickle-down effects that have happened. And we'll only touch on this briefly. Because I know a lot of people are touching on this. And it's going to be a hot topic probably for the next, I don't know, six months. So, uh, the U.S. House is expected to vote this week on a bill that would guarantee the statutory right to access contraception. Okay. So, the Right to Contraception Act, H.R. 8373, would protect a person's ability to access contraceptives and to engage in contraception, and to protect a healthcare provider's ability to provide contraceptives, contraception, and inform, uh, information related to contraception. Now, this all comes because, obviously, in a lot of places, abortions are no longer a, a green light. They're a no-go. So, uh, the House voted Tuesday to protect same-sex marriage, but that measure may still face hurdles in the Senate. According to the Washington Post, the two bills and Democrats' urgency in moving them are the direct result of the overturn of Roe v. Wade last month. In his concurrence with that decision, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas wrote that the high court should also examine previous rulings that legalize the right for married couples to buy and use contraception without government restriction, same-sex relationships, and marriage equality. Now, here's the thing. This is very important. I want to read this first one to you again. 
Mm-hmm. They want to examine previous rulings that legalized the right. Legalized the right for married couples to buy and use contraception without government restriction. In a world where we are overpopulating, in a world where a whole country restricted how many kids you could even have, the government is thinking about examining whether or not married people can choose to not have more kids. Now, here's the other thing. There's still a way around this, and I want to point that out. It's, it's, it's an expensive surgery for a, man, or for a woman and a very inexpensive surgery for a man. But you can just have all that shit snipped out. But why should you have to have invasive surgery to do something that a, a $8.99 pack of condoms could do? True. Um, in future cases, we should reconsider all of the court's substantive due process precedents including Griswold, Lawrence, and Oberfeld. Because any substantive due process decision is demonstratively erroneous, we have a duty to correct the error established in those precedents. According to Dispatch, during a recent Rules Committee hearing, Republican Michael Burgess, uh, Texas, is a practicing OBGYN, said he doesn't believe anyone is seriously trying to prevent contraception access in America. He said Republicans would have collaborated with Democrats on the bill if they had brought it up in a committee, which they are not. Democrats are not doing that. The committee's top Republican rep, Tom Cole of Oklahoma, agreed. The article said, don't complain about not getting agreement when you don't even try. Yeah, Republicans are like, you didn't even ask us, so we're going to fight this. There's a broad speculation the Democrats are hoping that the overturning of Roe v. Wade and talk of making it hard to get contraception or rolling back same-sex marriage rights will help party candidates on the midterm elections. So they're fucking laws up so they get their people elected when they say they're going to turn it back. Dog and pony show. Stick and carrot. That's what's happening. They're stick and carroting the American people because, guys, they think Americans are dumb. And if you let them, then you... They're right. Um, I mean, most don't even show up to any type of election. You know, and it, it's just the problem. The we need to change that. Uh, people need to show up in primaries. People need to show up in in locals and stuff. People need to get some of these old white haired biddies the fuck out. They can go retire. Fuck. <laughs> We need people between the ages of 35 and 55 in those seats. We need people who are listening to their constituents because their job has another 15 to 20 years on it. Not people who might die in the next three and don't give a fuck what they destroy. So. All right. Wasn't that nice? (laughs) What a cheery topic. Wow. Uh, I'm going to move into something even darker. Um, no. James, James Can died, and I want to I want to make that announcement. Very sorry. James Can is such a great, great actor. Uh, he's been in a million things. Um, he's just amazing. So, I always loved him in, in all of the, like, 
poker and like where he played like the villain in a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Did you guys look at the picture? You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys know. You yeah, he's been in so much. It's just crazy. So, um, sad face, sad face. You know he he never won an Oscar. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is. Oh, that's. Oh, to be fair, I'm not even surprised at this point, considering the fact that the Oscars are a fucking joke. Oh, they're a fucking joke. Yeah. True. Um, okay, so the house uh going back to that real quick before we end, uh our our, our Roe v. Wade shit. The House just passed a bill to protect same sex marriage. Here's what's about to happen next. Uh like we talked about, they're gonna be looking into Overfell v. Hodges and a couple others. Um and so it looks like they're going to codify same-sex marriage. According to Cornell Law School's Legal Information Institute, codify is defined as a means to arrange laws or rules into a systematic code. Codifying same-sex and interracial marriage would establish marriage equality as federal law and safeguard the ruling's federal protections. The Respect for Marriage Act would override any state legislatures against marriage equality as it will block states from discriminating against marriages on the basis of sex, race, ethnicity, or national origin. Similar bills have been passed in the House in an attempt to codify Roe v. Wade, but so far they've either failed in the Senate or haven't reached a vote yet. The bill was passed in the House. What happens next? Well, it goes to the Senate. Where its fate is uncertain, the bill could go to a filibuster, which means that it needs a supermajority of 60 votes to pass. However, it's unclear whether this vote will take place. According to NBC News, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer did not confirm a time frame on Tuesday. So, they are trying, like I said, the destruction of Roe v. Wade looks bad. But it looks like what they're doing is trying to destroy how it was done and do what it did, but in the correct way. They're still going to sanctify and protect marriage federally. They're just going to make sure that it's done right. So, I think that's big. I think that's big. And important people need to hear the good that's coming of this. Oh, let's see. What yeah, else we got? And I mean, these? like we said, if people live in a place where those that represent them don't represent how they feel, then they need to actively get involved and make sure that they're not representing them. You know exactly. So it, it it's not, you know, it's not putting so much stress or strain on the actual government to make sure that your individual state is making sure that your rights are protected, but it gives more power to those in those actual states to be like, yo, we're not represented in like three fourths of my friends feel this way that I do. So yeah. unfortunately, you know. You're out of office. Telling you what? What else we got to talk about? Oh yeah, more more Elon Musk and Twitter. Yeah, before we move on to the <laughs> yeah. next topic, um, that's not cherry coke you're drinking there. I I, I ran out. My grocery store uh, mm. has them for almost 
like eight dollars a case, man. Spider-Man watchers, this is an imposter. Do not. I am look. not. And I love Terry Coke. I'm not spending eight dollars a case, bro. It's not happening. <laughs> I get that. This, yeah. this is actually not mine. My wife drinks cherry, cherry Pepsi and Dr Pepper sometimes. It's so Cherry Dude. I'm just. I'm out. just. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just stealing her supply. Because <laughs> I need bubbles. I need bubbles. Need bubbles, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so the world's richest man and CEO of Tesla uh, abruptly withdrew his $44 billion bid to acquire Twitter. We all know that. Okay. Yeah, Elon Musk Twitter. Come on, tell me. Yeah. Is there for no surprise? Oh, uh, Twitter took legal action to get Musk to honor his commitment. I thought, don't you speak Latin to me? But, uh, go ahead. I do want to point out, Twitter's probably going to lose that battle. Um, uh, well, you never know queen. because the judge that they've got on it, um, she's forced. She's already has a history of forcing a person to go through with buying a company. From what yeah, I've but- read. I think it's going to be hard because he has a legitimate reason to back out of the deal. And here's why. This is where it gets okay. interesting. Tell me. Okay. So basically, uh, the two adversaries are bringing out heavy artillery and trying to destabilize each other. The battle is primarily mental. Uh, they, they must send messages to the opponent to show them they are ready to do anything to inflict blows. So, Twitter struck the first blow by filing a lawsuit on July 12th, just three days after Musk's withdrawal. And in this document, the platform used the whimsical entrepreneur's own tweets. The icing on the cake, the social network is asking justice for a quick trial. The platform requests that the trial be held in mid-September. Which will never happen. Because the merger agreement between the two parties provides that if it is not finalized before October 24th, each to add into that, oh. um, we already have news about that um, as of yesterday. Yes, the extension has been denied. It's going to be a quick trial. It's four-day it trial, be? I believe. Yeah, I believe it's a four-day trial. That's already begun. I can't believe that because how do... And here's why. Defendants, uh, let me see. Well, let me, let me get into that because it's down a little bit. Um... Defendant's ability to terminate the agreement before the presumptive drop dead dates of October 24th is extremely limited and carefully circumscribed. Uh, there is no right for defendants to terminate unless there is a breach sufficient, sufficiently significant to cause failure of a closing condition, which after due notice is either incapable of being cured or is not cured within 30 days of such notice. Twitter has suffered and will continue to suffer irreparable harm as a result of defendants' breaches. Okay, Musk wants the trial to start in 2023. Obviously been denied, but here's why. Plaintiff's proposed schedule would severely prejudice defendants by depriving them of a meaningful opportunity to take discovery, conduct expert analysis, and present their case. Lawyers of the Billionaire wrote in their motion, and you can read it entirety. Right here. Not here. Here. Uh, the only relevant date is the outside date. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> For the outside debt financing, uh, April 25th, 2023. Accordingly, defendants respectfully request trial on or after February 13th, 2023, an extremely rapid schedule for a case of this enormous magnitude that provides the court time for reasoned 
agitation before the true outside date. In his letter withdrawing his proposed acquisition of Twitter, Musk accused the management of the social network of having lied about the number of spam bots or fake accounts presented on the platform. Twitter has always estimated that fake accounts represent less than 5% of its users. Musk estimates that figure to be at least 20%. The core dispute over false and spam accounts is fundamental to Twitter's value. It is also extremely uh, fact and expert intensive, requiring substantial time for discovery. Twitter I'm going to quickly pause media. you there. Yeah. Um, because one of the things you mentioned about the spam bots thing, it's probably a topic we're going to talk touch about earlier, but the Zack Snyder stuff, all the things that have been coming out, that actually includes figures for spam bots that mainly regards towards Twitter. And let's just say 5% is looking very dodgy. I think Musk is actually correct in saying that number's been pulled out of their ass in regards to the stuff that's happening currently with Zack Snyder and the research that's going into that. With the anyway. Ray Fisher Zack Snyder stuff? We're uh, going to talk about that next. Oh, no, I was reading the uh, um, Rolling Stone article. Oh, we're going to have to talk about that because I got some else about Zack Snyder. Right, okay, yeah, because okay, there's a lot happening then. Yeah. <laughs> it, um... They continued, extreme expedition is also unwarranted. Um, you, you want to count up? <laughs> because any exigency stems from plaintiff's strategic delay. The billionaire's team said, had Twitter either promptly complied with its contractual obligations or informed defendants that it would not work, this dispute would have ripened in early May. Plaintiff's attempt to impose the burdens of expedited proceedings upon the defendants and the court cannot be reconciled with its failure to proceed with alacrity. A hearing is scheduled before a judge on July 19th. This hearing will decide when the trial will be held. So it was denied. It was indeed, yeah. Interesting. Well, here's what I've got. Okay, Ray Fisher hits back against controversial Zack Snyder allegations. That's the exact article I was looking up, I was reading. Yep, exact same one. From Giant Freaking Robot? Yep. Yep. Justice League came out five years ago, and Zack Snyder's Justice League started streaming on HBO Max over a year ago, but the drama behind it all hasn't ended. Yesterday, Rolling Stone dropped a bombshell report claiming that Snyder's so-called grassroots campaign to get the version of the movie made was all orchestrated by the director, including the creation of fake accounts on Twitter. The story also claimed that cyborg actor Ray Fisher was right-hand man to Zack Snyder through it all. Well, now Fisher is responding, and as usual, he doesn't mince words. Ray Fisher responded to the allegations against Zack Snyder through a series of tweets on Tuesday. He tweeted that Rolling Stone and the story writers Tantient Siegel needed to amend the story immediately. He called the story rumor mill reporting as well as offensive, dangerous, and willfully evasive of fact. In particular, Fisher pointed out, pointed to a part of the article that claimed he had declined to comment, saying that he had never done so. You can see Fisher's tweet below. Rolling Stone didn't stay silent. In response to Ray Fisher claiming he'd never declined comment on the Zack Snyder Rolling Stone, editor-in-chief Noah Shackman tweeted a screenshot of an email addressed to Fisher's reps from Tatiana Siegel asking for a response. Fisher fired back with his own screenshot showing first 
that Shockman had cropped out Siegel giving a 6 p.m. deadline for Fisher's response, and then that Siegel's follow-up email dialed the deadline back to 5 p.m. You can see that exchange below. Ray Fisher seems to think that Rolling Stone's Zack Snyder story is part of a grudge. Last March, a week before the stream, streaming release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Hollywood Reporter published a story by the same writer, Tatiana Siegel, claiming that Kiersey Clemenson had cut out the theatrical version of Justice League by Snyder. Fisher tweeted that uh, THR and Siegel, The Hollywood Reporter, needed to fix the story. The Cyborg's actor's first response on Twitter to this week's Rolling Stone article was to tweet a screenshot of his March 2021 post suggesting Siegel was still butthurt over Fisher calling her out. Regardless of who is or isn't telling the truth, Ray Fisher was one of Zack Snyder's most vocal supporters and one of the loudest critics over the now-disgraced director, Joss Whedon. The Buffy the Vampire Slater creator was accused of abusive behavior on the set of Justice League, and since the allegations were made, more has come out about his alleged treatment of other actors on the sets of Buffy and spinoff Angel. Whedon responded to the allegations in January and did himself absolutely zero favors when he did. Among other things, he said that he thought Wonder Woman actress Gail Godot had mistook some of his words because English wasn't her first language. Oh. Oh. And then to Spicy. add to that article as well, because of the bots and stuff, this is from CBR.com. Um, titled, Snyder Cut Campaign was fueled by bots, Warner Bros. Commission study finds. A study from Warner Media reportedly found that the bulk of support from a fan-led hashtag release of Snyder Cut social media campaign was fueled by bots. Snyder's four-hour cut of Justice League was released on HBO Max in March 2021, after a viral fan-led campaign calling for Warner Bros. to release Snyder Cut. The original 2017 Justice League was completed by Joss Whedon after Snyder left the project. As reported by Rolling Stone, two reports commissioned by Warner Media found that the disproportionate number of social media accounts that participated in the campaign were fake or inauthentic. In quotes. The Warner Media reports found that 13% of the accounts participating in the online campaign demanding the release of Snyder's Justice League were fake. According to experts, the reported normal amount of bots seen on trending topic ranges from 3 to 5%. Twitter's own public reports found that less than 5% of active accounts on the platform can be considered false or spam. But obviously that's now being um, debated. Well, this doesn't diminish the amount of real human fans that boasted the release of Snyder's Justice League. The campaign was disproportionately pushed by inauthentic accounts. Multiple sources involved with both the 2017 Justice League and Snyder's version have also stated their belief that Snyder helped manipulate the overwhelming online response with one source claiming Zack was like a Lex Luthor wrecking havoc. Apparently, the reports were commissioned by Warner Media from a third-party cybersecurity firm in January 2021. The decision was reportedly in response to an increasing amount of distributing social media posts directed at Warner Media employees, including Jeff Johns, DC film president Walter Hamada, and former Warner Bros. Pictures Group chairman Toby Emmerich. After researching online conversations about the Snyder Cut with Justice League's release, specifically the hashtags Release a Snyder Cut and Restore the Snyder Verse on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, the analysis detected an increase in negative activity created by both real and fake offers, the report stated. One identified community was made up of real and fake offers that spread negative content about Warner Media for not restoring the Snyder Verse. Additionally, three main leaders were identified within the offer scanned on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. 
one leader on each platform. These leaders receive the highest amount of engagement and have many followers, which gives the ability to influence public opinion." End quote. Notably, it was reported in May that Twitter bots helped in two Snyder firms, Army of the Dead and Zack Snyder's Justice League, when in the fan-voted categories of Oscar's fan favourite and Oscar's cheerwoman at the 94th Academy Awards. According to reports from analytics tracking tool Tweetbinder, the most active contributors to both polls were autonomous web programs, which cast thousands of fake votes for the two movies. There's currently another call from fans to restore the Snyderverse, demanding Warner Bros. bring Snyder back to him the subsequent Justice League movies he had initially planned. Snyder has directed three DCEU films, including Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wow. Okay. So well, let's, there's a let's lot to take unpack. There's a lot to unpack, so let's unpack this. Okay. First, should that kind of influencing be allowed? Don't be mad when the monster you make becomes a monster. How many of you how many of you out there think the people on America's Got Talent actually win because people fucking vote? We can't even vote on the right fucking person to put in office. And you think we can vote on the most talented person to win a million dollars? No. Fuck you. Agree. Nope. So, with that being said. All this stuff is now coming out. Amber Heard's claiming it's bots and it's a a, a, a bully campaign. You've got, I'm going to say currently, supposed Zack Zach Snyder involvement in trying to get his cut released, which realistically, I don't find anything wrong with that. Um, I mean, doing a lot of extra work making all those bots, I get it. But the bots are there. That's like being mad at, at, at rich billion dollar corporations because um because our senators and congressmen allow loopholes in taxes don't be mad at the billionaires for being smart enough to use the loopholes be mad at the senators for allowing the loopholes to continue to exist year after year how about that yep okay same thing same thing if you don't like that people abuse popular voting systems don't live your life by them. Take them out of the equation. Okay, we shouldn't be living our life by how many online unvetted votes we get, how many likes you get, how many views you get. We, ever since I've been on Twitter or Twitch, which is seven eight years now, ever since. What do we all know about? about twitch you don't let bots in your channel that are not twitch authorized bots and yet they still do come in they still come in if you even constantly. if you're a brand new streamer and you stream for an hour you'll probably catch like two or three bots coming in and chilling and then hundreds of silent ones that don't ever say anything just lurking away it happens yeah, and yeah, and, and and people think that like, oh, this is a no, we we created this this jungle. We we made the internet this unsafe place because we as human beings can't fucking be responsible. We can't police our own. 
We can't maintain our own. We can't even watch our own kids. We're too busy wondering why the state's not watching them anymore. Yep. Right? That's why, that's why I'm a proponent of a single working household. I don't care if it's man or woman. I don't give a shit who stays at home. Mom wants to work. Dad wants to be dad. Cool. Stay at home dad. Much respect. Stay at home mom. Much respect. Don't care. But there should be someone that overrides state teachings. Because that's not all life's about. Like I said, our job is to create little us's in the future. I want my daughter to not only be free thinking, uh, light, light on her feet mentally, and able to, to get around anywhere in the world. I want her to teach that to her kids. You know, we need to stop letting the, the state teach our kids. I agree. Man! Some heavy topics today, guys. <laughs> yeah. Should we should we talk about... Oh, oh, here's another bad one. Um, just continuing with um, that as well. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. I'm just thinking about like, the repercussions that um, the report that obviously Rolling Stone, that's now being kind of... Um, thing being kind of contested, you know, they obviously claim in their report that uh, Warner Media claims it's 13% bots. And obviously that report's being contested, so the facts in that are being contested, but the repercussions that would have for the lawsuit that we just talked about with Twitter and Musk. Because obviously yeah. the entire basis of that is Musk is not happy that Twitter isn't being honest about how many bots we have on the platform. If they're claiming 13% there, it makes you wonder, is, is it really 5% or is that number a lot higher? And who's actually... Because at the end of the lawsuit, you know, at the end of the lawsuit, there's only going to be one winner. Someone's getting egg on their face, whether that's Twitter or Musk. Someone's going to have egg on their face. Either Musk is going to get proven wrong or Twitter's going to get proven wrong. So... Well... You know, and this is going on with what we were talking about. So this is another topic, but it feeds into kind of what we're talking about. Sony's facing lawsuit for allegedly hiding major PS5 defects. Sony's being sued by Illinois resident Christian Trejo for allegedly hiding a major defect in the company's PS5 console. Trejo, Trejo claims that Sony hid the fact that some of its PS5 consoles can shut down suddenly while a user is playing a game. This issue often leads to a loss of progress within the game and the user is playing at the time. Gamer believes that Sony knew about the issue through warranty repair requests and online consumer complaints. The console's defect affects users' ability to play video games and compromises the primary function and overall usage of the PS5. Uh, she's mm. basically suing the company through consumer law. Good. Yeah. Okay, so, but but this is this is what I'm talking about. She's stepping up and holding the correct people accountable. Hmm. She's not just going on and saying, hey, we should we should just not buy. No, she's she's taking action. She's going through it's she has to do the legwork to get this rolling. Yeah. She's doing it because she feels it's probably not about the money. It's probably the same thing we're all fed up with. Ship products for triple the price. Oh, isn't that just what basically I, Sony in a nutshell? <laughs> no, that's that's most places. Think about it. 
think about think about your grandma. I bet she has the same fridge she bought in 1980-something, 1970-something, right? But the fridge your parents bought 10 years ago is fucked, right? Exactly. People are getting real fed up with having to buy shit that falls apart within a year. Yeah, totally. Because they're not built the same. They're not built to last. They're built so they intentionally break so you spend more money. They're built for consumers. They're not built for customers. There's a difference. Yeah. That's why, that's why right to repair is so important. Yeah. I mean, that's getting a lot of traction just now. You know, the work that um, the EFF and iFixer has been doing for that has been absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? Because I think there is like bills passing and stuff like that in terms of that. Which is yep, Apple, One Wheel. There's a bunch of stuff that the government's stepping in. Going, no, 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 that's not how this works. Not how this works. Yeah, a good source for that, um, if you watch YouTube or anything, that is Lewis Rossman, because he's really involved in that kind of stuff. In terms mm-hmm. of you know, basically stepping up, giving the voice, and not only that, but then himself taking action, and you know, basically lobbying against the lobbyists and stuff like that. Which right. is really awesome. And I mean, rather than just constantly talking nonsense and hoping someone will step up, he's actually stepping up. Right. So. And, I mean, and, and thanks to his efforts as well, like, because he's based in New York, I'm pretty sure New York has just recently passed, like, a bill to do for it to repair. And, you know, that wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for efforts like that. Exactly. Man, we've gone over some, some, some really deep shit. So now, now, let's talk about something really big. I'm really excited. This is good stuff, guys. Let's promise, go. Promise good stuff. Shock Queen Phoenix's huge Joker 2 salary increase. So lots just in the headline. First off, we get a Joker 2. Hey, I, I, I'm looking a lot forward to that because I feel like a lot of people downplayed and felt like Joaquin Phoenix as Joker is like, meh. But just like with the Sonic movie, you know, you just give it a chance. And it was fucking golden. Like, it it, it was a fun time. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, that movie was spectacular. Just the way he played that character was great. So, not in this story, but in a completely different story. I just saw Christina Ricci will be playing Harley Quinn. I'm totally okay with this. <laughs> I'm 100% okay. Yeah, I, I just... For myself, Harley Quinn, I, I don't like them so much as the over-the-top, hey, Puddin', like, just absolute stamp. I think she's, or... she's going to be toned down, but she'll still be Harley. Yeah, and that's something that I would want. Like, I, I want to see the progression into the head-over-heels. Like, yeah. yeah. If it's fucking shadow farts, I'm gonna be there to catch it. Yeah, type bullshit. Let, me, let me see if I can. <laughs> uh, Ag, you're gonna have to see if that's okay with our TOS. <laughs> you know what? At this point, I'm just expecting an email from Spotify any day saying, "Sorry, find a new platform. <laughs> Bye." 
Uh, you guys talked about the who's queef. Yeah. Oh, she's she's gonna be no no no. Christina Ricci is gonna be Harley Quinn in a new Spotify series. A new podcast. yeah, but uh, still, I mean, I'm I'm all for checking it out. I still want to see her be Morticia Adams or a grown up Wednesday. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, but there was actually some Adam's Family hype this year. Um, I'm not sure if there's any movie coming out anytime soon, but if you were kind of like, you know, we want this to happen. Yeah. There's been talks, there's been talks, and it's just a matter of time, really. Hmm. Hollywood could totally make it happen. I mean, they just need to get Ford pale. Mother... <laughs> <laughs> Actors, yes. Yes, actors, yes. Yes, that's, that's totally what you said. Hi, Spotify lawyers, how are you guys doing? Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hey, there's a heat wave of the UK, okay? You guys gotta give us, like, some leeway. <laughs> Asking for a friend. The puddle in the upper left corner. Right over there. Everybody knows about House of Dragons coming out. What do you guys think about that? The Game of Thrones show coming? Uh, For myself, I have no thoughts. No opinion. I couldn't give a single flying fuck, really. <laughs> to be honest. What about what about all this stuff coming out about um, <clears throat> the Lord of the Rings stuff? Because there's a lot coming out that <clears throat> basically, you know, they're destroying it, and they're look, I'm I'm all for, for you know equal opportunity, but come on I've said this before certain things, you just can't stick a woman in a man's character a a, 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 a black person in a white character it just doesn't, I'm, it's terrible and it's not appropriation it's just not right like when they redid the fantastic four and johnny blaze suddenly was a young black dude i thought the dude did fine but it's not johnny blaze yeah right it's not it it just stop with that shit we don't need it all over everything does not need to be brought into whatever we today think is right or wrong, that shit is retarded. It's just retarded. Um, it needs to stop. Um, same thing with uh, the rumors that there's there seems to be a lot more sex and shit than anything that Lord of the Rings was about. We shouldn't have that in Lord of the Rings. That's not what it's about. We know people had sex and then had children. We know how babies are made. We don't need to see it in the show. Even in the movies, there was what one love scene in a fucking nine-hour trilogy, and it was just... it was them kissing at old age because she was dying or he was dying or some shit, right? So, like, come the fuck on, we don't need all that. Yeah, I need have sex. Give me. I, yeah, I just, <clears throat> I really hope that these rumors about Lord of the Rings are untrue. I really do. I don't. I don't need to see Galadriel sensually seducing a man. I'm sure she's good at it. I don't need to see it. That's not what the story's about. 
right? Okay. Yeah. My rant's done. My, my rant's yeah, done. Yeah, honestly, just, for I me, I yeah, I, I couldn't give even more of a fuck well, about well, it. Well, people are, talk people are talking about, you know, the fact that they've cast um, black actors as elves. And, and I have to say, I agree. They're supposed to look Norwegian as light as they come. That's because the elves in that part of 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 Middle Earth were light skinned. That was the whole point. They were so fair skinned that they looked alabaster and marble. He says it in the book. There were there were darker skinned elves. They just weren't there. He talks about them. That's that's my point. You know, so again, yeah, but basically just shut out yet. Yeah, but basically just shoving it in to just came though. They're shoving it in. Getting money now, from now, all the groups. Basically. I want to say in my defense, <clears throat> if the things we've seen from the trailers, if it's explained that he is from the other two places and he is a traveling elf, then my shit goes nowhere. Okay, I'm just going on some of the rumors that are going on. For instance, there's a queen of Gondor. Never happened. Never happened. It's the successive line of kings. That was the whole point. They were waiting for the king to return. You know why? Because women didn't rule there. You know where women ruled? In elven lands. That was the point. That's it, what it kind of reminds me of a thing. Um, oh God. Kind, so of kind of reminds me of a scene from. I'm not sure if you guys watched the movie The Dictator. Yep. Yeah, but in that near the end, you know, when Aladdin and Lassie were having a child, he asked her, "Oh, are you having a boy or an abortion?" Because obviously, for them, it's a successive line of male leaders, and if it's not a male. That's going to be leading. They just don't have a baby because that's how it is. It's just male. Look so at the, look at our yeah. own medieval history. Don't even have to go to fantasy. Look at our own medieval history. How often in just European lore did queens succeed and actually have a real ruling? A handful of times, and they're famous. Queen Catherine. Queen Elizabeth. These queens are famous. Right? Yeah. Because most of European, most all succession in the world pre-1990s was men. And I'm pretty sure in the UK as well for a succession, um, I think we've changed it now a little bit, but before it was either firstborn but if it's if there's a male like if you have for example a firstborn yeah firstborn female and then you have no uh male the male will take priority over the female because doesn't the current queen didn't she become queen because there were no male heirs exactly yeah she was the only one that's why she became queen now she's she's done amazing she has probably been one of the greatest world leaders in the history of modern world leaders because she has had very few fuck-ups and a lot of success. And she has always kept her herself. 
Now, I fully support women in ruling positions. Don't think I don't. I'm just talking about the history. I'm just talking about the way people believed up until the last 30 years. Okay? And still believe in a lot of the world. Male succession for ruling was always the most important thing in any monarchy. What are all of the lands ruled by in Middle-earth that have human kingdoms and even elf kingdoms? A monarchy! So what's the succession? Male heirs. Amazing. And the only people who don't do that are elves who don't look at sex. That's what made them elves. They were better than men. So why would you change the story for a fucking show? Why? The, Money. It's still the same. Well, it's, it's, it's still the same. If I have a show about King Arthur and I'm, I'm, I'm pushing it as a... I'll give you another one. We've all seen Vikings, right? Yeah. If Ragnar Lothbrook was a Samoan, how would that work? Would that be historically accurate? Would that show have been the same? If he was a really big, really, really, like the biggest guy you could think of, and he was born in Okinawa, Japan, you think that'd be a good Ragnar Lothbrook to play a Nordic Viking? No, but it's inclusive, right? I mean, come on. It's just... No, I, I don't that's, understand that's, what's that's going what we're praying on. on at this point, is the fact that, oh, there is someone of the same um, race as me. Okay, I'll go watch it. That's what we're praying on. We're race just hoping that or sex, sex or, or, or color or sexual or preference or religion or anything. Anything. Just, that's oh, why we're just shoehorning all of it in to hope that everyone's going to be like, oh yeah, there's someone like me in there. I'll go watch it. Even though that doesn't right. work because, how, yeah, sure, we may go watch it. Are we gonna watch, you know, the next episode? No, because the story's shite. Dude, this, this boils You've down ruined to... It. Uh, I was talking to a co-worker about the difference between equality and equity. Okay? I believe 100% in equality. I think equity is fucking stupid. Here's the difference for those that don't know. Equality is everybody starts the same. Given the same start. And ladies and gentlemen, the start to life is the same for everybody. You wake up, yes. you're defenseless, you cry a lot, and hope to God that mommy and daddy take care of you. That's it. Everybody starts the same. Okay. Equity is everybody ends up the same. Kids, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's called socialism. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Everybody can't end up the same. You can't have... Everybody can't be a winner. How's that possible? Because if no one's a loser, you can't have winners. Just like you can't have good without evil. Well, how do you know it's good? It just is. It just is. It's not good. It's not evil. It just is. That's why you can't be happy unless you know what sadness is. You can't have light without darkness. You're never going to have perfection in society. It doesn't work. Because you're never going to not have discord. Because if you do, everybody's a yes man. 
everybody it'd be boring if we all agreed if we all thought yeah. the same way we wouldn't have this goddamn podcast and i hope every one of you listeners only agrees with about 40% of what i fucking say i hope you guys disagree and i hope you get online and you try to argue with me in your heads and look some shit up because either i'm completely wrong or you are from yes. your perspective it's all about what you think. All of life is perspective. All of it. And guess what? I don't care about your perspective, and you shouldn't care about mine. You should just care about your own and be happy with that. Bringing it back to the beginning of the fucking podcast. <laughs> um, you know, that's what it's about. Once, okay, for those that are younger, <coughs> AG, um, yes. But me, me and AG have had this talk. A good relationship isn't really about what you sacrifice for somebody else. A good relationship is somebody accepting you regardless of what you have to sacrifice. Right? You be yourself. And if they don't accept you, fuck them. Bye. You shouldn't have to change who you are to make them happy. They should be happy with who you are anyway. A real friendship isn't never fighting it's fighting and still being friends afterwards a good relationship is n is not never getting into a disagreement it's about loving each other in spite of disagreement i don't know uh just my thoughts you know i think i think i think i mean i i don't I mean, here's, here's, here's a little personal for me and AG, okay? I personally, and this is for real, I personally, not a fan of alcohol. Don't like it. Uh, I've lost an uncle to alcoholism. Um, it got to the point where his throat ruptured. He got esophageal uh, cancer, and he didn't stop drinking. And it ruptured and killed him. And when the paramedics came in, now keep in mind, my grandmother was 82 when she came in and found her son dead in her house and the paramedics came in and asked where the gun was that he blew his brains out with because there was so much blood everywhere they didn't think that he hadn't used a weapon so i'm not a huge fan not to mention most alcoholics i know are douchebags very few are happy drunks most of them are far from that and even if they're happy drunks they're happy drunks without personal bubbles and i don't have much of a personal bubble but when i can smell your bo get the fuck away from me right so and 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 i'm not talking about ag specifically right what i'm talking about is my own experience okay? so I, I don't have a huge love of alcohol even though i do drink from time to time um does that mean did I can't be friends with AG? No. Does that mean he can't be friends with me because I don't like his personal hobbies and practices? No. Because we're good enough friends that he doesn't give a shit whether I like it. And I'm a good enough friend that I'll give a shit enough about him to tell him I don't like it. So there you go! That's how good friendships work. Giving just enough a shit and not enough a shit. You know? Yeah. You know, if AG starts getting drunk and beating his girlfriend or something, 
then I might give a shit a little more. But until that time, don't care. Don't care. And as long as he doesn't kill himself, fuck his whole life up. <laughs> Not my life. Not my life. You know, I, I care about the, you know, I care about you. I don't want you to do that, of course. But if, if you choose to, and I go, hey, AG, I'm worried about you. And you go, fuck you, bro. I do what I want. I try. Bye. Have fun. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not going to, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'm not going to, it's not going to ruin what could I've done? What could I mean? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't make somebody like you or pay attention to what you pay attention to. Um, I, I, I'll give you for instance. I had a customer call in. Couldn't find something. I talked to her just like this. Tried to help her. She kept talking over me, interrupting me, talking over me, interrupting me. Finally, I said, ma'am, if you're going to continue to interrupt and not hear what I have to say to try to help you understand how the process works, I'm going to go ahead and, and disconnect from this conversation. I'm not going to have you keep disrespecting me and talking over me while I'm trying to help you. I said, ma'am, I understand what you're looking for is very important. but." I am trying to help you, and you're just not letting me. She got mm. very irate. She's like, well, then you talk. So I explained it. She said, well, you didn't say that. I said, ma'am, you wouldn't let me. She can say, oh, I, I never interrupted you. I said, ma'am, I have two people standing right to my left. You can't see them. And they stepped into view. I said, ma'am, you kept cutting me off. And... I'd love to help you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say we're going round and round. I will do everything I can to help you. Uh, but right now, I have to close up. It's time for us to close our doors. Come back and see me tomorrow, if you would, please. Thank you. Well, this lady made a personal complaint about me, saying that I did not show enough empathy for her problem. How much am I supposed to care? Please show me, ma'am. Please. You're upset. You're irate. You're yelling and screaming. Do you want me to do that too? Or do you want me to keep a calm demeanor and try to assess the situation and fix it? You know, that's... It's weird. People... And by the way, this lady wasn't young. She was at least 60. At least There are times in my job, I, I'd like to break character. And I'd like to say, ma'am, I don't know why you're so upset, but you need to calm down. Because you screaming at me is going to make me scream right back at you. And you're not going to like it, because I mean, you know, like, I really want to say stuff sometimes. And, and just say, ma'am, you're being fucking abusive. Stop it. Not to this particular lady, but I've had some really abusive customers sometimes. And you want to, you want to, you can't. You can't, yeah, but, but you, want you want to, to, yeah. You want to. And and you know what it's taught me is that not enough people, I think, get yelled at at their job. People haven't learned how to control their own emotions. Right? We're, we're, we're all subject to outbursts. I'm not talking about that. But the, the people who constantly seem to make everything a 10. Because it affects them. You're only important to you. 
I mean, that's something I learned a long time ago. I'm only important to me. My wants, my needs are only as important as I make them to you. So I'm going to poke you until you listen, you know? I learned that when I was young. But it seems a lot of people have forgotten that nowadays, you know, that only people who want to care are going to care. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. We live in a weird world right now, boys. Yeah. Listeners, viewers, do do, do you guys have any, uh, do you guys have any, uh, instances where, where, you know, you stepped out of your body and just thought, man, that's silly. Do people really think they're not silly right now? Like you ever, you ever been behind somebody at Walmart and they're just making a huge deal over something that costs like $2? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, your sign says it's 48 cents, and I paid a dollar. Really? Like, okay. <laughs> I was I was behind a lady at, uh, at, at a Walmart. She had, like, a huge thing. She bought, like, I don't know, 40, 40 notebook binders. Right? I don't know if she was a Sunday school teacher, a school teacher, whatever her case was. Right? But God, I hope she doesn't work with children because the lady's ringing, right? Now, now, AG, I don't know how often you shop for yourself at a, at, a, at a grocery store, and I don't know how your grocery stores are set up. But here in America, they're all pretty national standard. So I can say certain things and know they ring true with AG. But they may not ring true with you or people from other places because I'm not really sure right yeah we don't have a standard usually standards right. are by chain so a chain would okay. usually similar but it would never be the same okay. it's just yeah. so most places i've been to in any state when you ring up your order the discounts happen when they click complete right like it it'll like if you're a saver like Kroger shopper or a Target saver or whatever, you type in your number, right? For your or you swipe your king or they scan it. It puts it in welcome value customer. You finish scanning your shit in, and then when you total all, it deletes the discounts, right? This lady obviously had never shopped in her fucking 50, 60 years of life. She fucking asked the the person, before she was done scanning her 40-something notebooks. Uh, yeah, I noticed they're all scanning at, at 42 cents. They say uh, they're a quarter. I just... Because uh, uh, the lady, the cash register lady just looked at me. And I just shook my head. She goes, ma'am. Those will populate when we are done scanning. And the lady goes, yeah, but I'm going to get my deal, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am, when I'm done scanning them all. Okay, well, I want to make sure on the receipt before I walk out. Where do you normally shop, ma'am? Do they scam you? Do you do shop in an alley? I don't, I don't, I don't understand what this woman was thinking or what's, what's going, but man, like I'm lost. The world is a, 
Scary Black. Oh, see, here's in another the, one. In the UK, it must be very idiot-proof because, I mean, on the tells, you don't really see that no one actually looks at the price because it's the screens aren't usually broken. But on the self-checkouts, you scan it and you immediately, like, if it's a discount or stuff, it shows up immediately the second you scan it. Right. If, for example, you're of Tesco and you've got a club card and then you scan it, the prices will then change to reflect that. Right. But otherwise, yeah. they usually well, show up as it is right there. Store, this particular store, you had to input and swipe or do whatever to become to put in your membership. Yeah, I think it would add so You hadn't even done that yet, yeah. and you don't get the deals unless you're a card carrier member, right? Yeah. So, it's just, it was, it was insane. Or like, here's another instance of that. You ever been in a line of traffic, and a guy ahead of you, a couple cars, decides to let this guy over. Look, man, if you're in the back of the line and you want to let some jack off over, fine. But the other eight of us did not agree to that. You're not being nice to that fuckhole who zoomed past us in 40. Because he didn't see the sign road closed. And now you're going to reward his shitheadness and inability to read English by letting him get in. This is where I wish... We lived in, like, Mad Max times. Because I would not be driving my Charger. I'd drive, like, a 18-wheeler. <laughs> and I'd just run motherfuckers over, bro. Get in my way! <laughs> like, I mean, I, look. It's no secret my road rage is legendary. I have road rage that makes road ragers scared. Okay, like... Mm, I'm, I'm tough to do, but I think my dad would give you a run for his money. He spent an hour chasing a taxi bigger. driver down. Okay, not, not that kind of road rage. Okay, uh, Mainly because I... he was about to cause a car accident. He pushed him into... You know how you've got on a motorway? Uh, you've got a slip road. And obviously, sometimes you have a metal barrier. Uh, my dad was obviously trying to overtake a taxi driver. He was not letting him overtake. And he started pushing them, so he was stuck in between two cars. So basically, going straight for a barrier. I, he had to slam on the brakes and swerve to avoid basically, well, impaling everyone in the car. And he spent an hour chasing the guy down across Glasgow. Oh my god. So, I mean, yeah. Well, okay, I'm not, I'm not like that. My road rage is like... Like most of my anger, it's pretty instant and then it dissipates. But man, in the moment, the problem is that I drive a car with over 300 horse. And if I have an open road, I will go around you. Loud. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, my road rage is, is horrendous. It's gotten better over the years. It's gotten better. Um, I'll tell you some stories. After after podcast, I've never I've never pulled someone from the car. I've never pulled someone from the car. Mine. <laughs> I've never I've never gotten out and thrown something in someone's car. Nothing like that. But you don't need to get physical to scare the shit out of somebody else. So I'll tell you some stories. They're fun. Um, Holy fuck! But uh, I just like people to get their comeuppance. I'm 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 five four, okay? So when I was younger and, and like in middle school, high school, I got bullied for, for being short. Not bullied. Not bullied. 
I don't think I was ever bullied, actually. Mostly because I knew how to fight. And I wasn't afraid to. Uh, but, but you got some shit, basically. Well, no, it wasn't so much that. It's that I didn't like bullies. And so when others got bullied, I would put myself between them. Oh, no, I meant Never more like for the hate thing. Like you were like not bullied, they but would you were tried. Like it's, yeah, it's hard to bully someone who makes fun of themselves. I learned that a long time ago too. So if you're funny, it's hard for people to like shit on you. <laughs> how's the weather down there? I don't know how's the weather up there, Giganto. <laughs> Pretty nice down here, nice and temperate. You got clouds stuck in your teeth, <laughs> like you know. Like, and, and, and it got to the point, like, once you hit 20, I've heard every short joke you can come up with. So come up with another one. If you come up with something brilliant, I'll laugh. But otherwise, you sound like a high school kid, because they came up with some brilliant-ass shit back then. Um, or, like, and, and that's why I say, like, look, if you're, if you're a bigger person, if you're what people would call fat, and you're over the age of 30, and you're still fat. It's okay to be fat. Be okay with that. Be okay with that. Make fun of that. If you want to change it, do something. If you don't, if you cool, just be cool with it. Make fun of yourself to all your friends. Make it okay for them to make fun of you and make fun of them back for their shitty haircuts, their big ass noses, whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. That's what friendships about, right? I yep. think yeah. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of really cool friends that I've made over the years that were always so antisocial because they were bigger or because they thought that their face looked weird because they had some deform. No, fuck that. You're cool. If people can't get past what you look like, fuck them. They're not cool. Quite right. Yeah. I mean, I've got I've got I've got friends big enough. To crush me! And I'll tell them as such! And they'll laugh. Because I made fun of not only their bigness, but my tininess. You can't laugh at life. You're doing life wrong. You're doing it fucking wrong. There is nothing so serious in this world that you can't just stop, laugh a little bit. Nothing. Nothing. And people go, yeah, but what about my mom dying? I'm sure she wouldn't want you to be sad and shitty for a month. Exactly, I yeah. know my mom wouldn't. I mean, I, I remember when, what was it, uh, my uncle passed away. Um, and, you know, on his funeral, we were making jokes about how he was late to his own funeral and stuff like that. And, and that was typical. And uh, took a bottle of whiskey, you know, snuck a little bit in, put it right into his face and stuff. Because that's, he would find that fun. That's what something he would do. Yeah. You know, little, little, little truth. Part of me doesn't give a shit if anybody shows up at my funeral. And part of me, the Leo part of me, hopes that my funeral makes makes like a king's funeral look shabby. <laughs> I want I want people who have never met me there crying. <laughs> but not really, not really. I want a party. That's what I want. Nobody says that shit, but I'm serious. I want a party where afterward, like I want to be in the casket at the party, full bore, and then after the party's done, and you can do whatever to my body you want. I don't give a fuck. After the party's done, I want to be cremated, 
put into an ashtray and stuck on a bar. I will still be used. <laughs> Just like cool. my whole life. Keep <laughs> <laughs> <Even> going. <laughs> I mean, I look, look. I mean, in all reality, I I have no I have no qualms about death. Like people are like, oh, that's just because you're not close to it. You obviously don't know me. I've been very close to death on multiple occasions. Still don't care. Don't. It's really freeing not to believe in anything. Try it sometime. <laughs> <laughs> Are you you going to go to help? Where? I don't believe in that place. <laughs> what do you mean go? We are. We're here. What do you want? <laughs> you want to go on a road trip? Where do you want to go? It's all hell. <laughs> I don't know where you want to go. Yeah. You think you're going to go to hell? Well, I'm already in hell, so... <laughs> aren't you, are you, aren't you going to miss your loved ones in heaven? If you think my loved ones are going to heaven, you haven't met my loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, for real. <laughs> no, you, you know where I'm going after I die? Into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a Tupperware oh. container. <laughs> Hopefully not a very expensive box, because... Worthless. Just one of them... Now, well, take away trays. Bury that. Well, well, they say <laughs> proof of intelligence and civilization is the burying of the dead. But if that's the case, why don't we think of elephants as goddamn smart and intelligent creatures? Because they fucking have graveyards. They go to the same place to let their dead die every time. We have tracked it. We know they do it. Hey, other little fun animal fact. Did you know? That there are only a handful of species in the world, besides humans, that have sex for pleasure? Do you know like that? the emu? The emu, the dolphin, a few others. Did you know that these creatures are the only animals in the animal kingdom that rape other animals? Dolphins oh. are sexual deviants. I know that much. Oh, they will gang rape other dolphins to death! Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> they've got no chill. Bottleneck oh, no. dolphins, Flipper, they're the worst. They will literally go in a school of 50. They're some of the largest dolphins in the ocean. Yeah. They will go in schools of 50, find smaller species, and gang rape them for fun. No. Dolphins, no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. emus do it too. No, emus, no. Any animal, monkeys rape. Monkeys have sex for pleasure. Any creature that finds sex pleasurable rapes. They do it uh. because they like the pleasure. Oh, no. Scary, huh? Yeah. I, now, I'm not, I'm not now, leaving my window open. I'm that. surprised that that little truth, that little scientific truth, hasn't been used in more court cases. Although, personally, I don't think it excuses us because we have society and higher thinking and planes of intelligence. We, as human beings, the whole point is to be better than nature. Yeah? Yeah, but so much rape. So much rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Little, little facts, little facts. Oh, here's a little fact I learned. Did you know not a single person was burned at the witch trials in Salem? Not a single person. Wow. There were only a handful of people ever killed at those trials. Um, most of them were hung. Um, a couple of them uh, uh, were drowned. And uh, one guy was crushed by rocks. And this guy's a boss, by the way. This guy was so fed up with Salem and the way they were doing shit. That when they crushed him between two boards with rocks, it took him three days. And every time they'd add a rock, he would take a breath and say, more weight, boss, boss. Wow. Um, what a badass. Yeah, yeah. Fun little facts. I thought you were going to say something like, you know, before uh, when the rocks were falling, he was just flipping the bird or something like that. Um, but no, that's actually pretty fucking... <laughs> Yes. I think what would have made that even better is if they started adding rocks and rather than saying more weight, he was just like, is that all you've got, pussy boy? <laughs> that'd be, that'd think, make it uh, even better, yeah. to be fair. Puss. Come on. So, yeah. Man, I think, uh... I think that's it for me, for tonight. I don't much have else to say. Um... Hmm. Well, there was, there was one thing I was going to touch upon. Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. Which is, Let's do it. Um, touch in it. Formula One World, there is... Touch it. This, touch it. <laughs> in Formula Just One the World, tip, though. Just the tip. There is this guy that we like to call Bad Santa. He's essentially got a track oh, record okay. of um, being the shittiest cunt you can ever imagine. He owns a company named Rich Energy, which is basically a Red Bull knockoff. And they don't have a product, but they do. It's, it's hard to find. Apparently, they make energy drinks. So what they did is they sponsored a team for a few million. They never paid them anything. In fact, they only had about £14 in their bank account when they pledged about, like, £6 million to them. They didn't have any means of paying it. So... That entire fiasco happened, he made some statements and stuff like that, which were less than savoury. People forgot about him. Turns out, he was also a title sponsor for another team. Um, OMG Racing, Yamaha. And he's also been stating like he wants to return, um, like to buy a team and stuff like that, which hasn't happened, but... Rich Energy OMG Racing Yamaha has had to issue a statement and they're saying that as Rich Energy OMG Racing is not, has never been sponsored by William Story, the name of Bad Santa, and Rich Energy OMG Racing is not, has never been sponsored by Rich Energy. Oh. Yet, in their name, it's Rich Energy and hmm. then they say Rich Energy OMG Racing is sponsored by Rich Energy. Hmm. I see. I don't know what under I don't understand what that means, to be completely honest. Um It's the most confusing shit ever. But what I just find funny is the fact that an organization like that with absolutely no money to their name has managed to get themselves into things like Formula One. You know, the creme de la creme no, of more. Still have a name. You know, you, you might just be like into a name, like, all right. 
let me just go ahead and like you said, they kind of seem like they came out of nowhere. So maybe yeah. they just were like hot. Like, all right, this is yeah. the name we're gonna go ahead and choose. Yeah, rich energy. We've got no money, but uh, we want to be rich. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, you knew you know the new Mortal Kombat that just came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, like last year, or whatever. The, the sequel's already in the works. Oh. They just announced part of the cast. Like seven hours ago. Dope. Um, also, another gaming news. Um, the Last of Us Remake Part 1 um, has leaked again. More details about it have leaked. And apparently, from the initial thoughts of everyone, uh, it looks absolutely terrible. The graphics are, imp no. are improved. But a gameplay has gotten much worse than before. Oh, oh no. For which one? The Last of Last Us of Remake us. Part 1. Uh, the remake one, okay. So... That's like, that's like, that's like when they remade Final Fantasy VIII. It was just trash. Yeah, it looks good, but it's trash. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, polished hard. Let's see if we got anything else here. Okay, June part two is in the works, by the way. Mm. Nice. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a new uh, King Godzilla show, where Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt Russell will be in it together. Let's go. Oh, and yeah, um, another news for any anime watchers: um, Overlord season four um, dub episode one has dropped as of two days ago. Which we will be watching tonight. Woo! I've already watched it. Sorry. <laughs> dubbed? Yeah, How dubbed. dare you? Hunt. <laughs> I had, we I still have resist. the finale of Holy Moly to finish. I couldn't Fuckers. resist. Right? It's Overlord. Oh, oh did you guys see uh, Neil Gaiman's uh, Sandman's coming to Netflix? No. No. Mm -hmm. mm, I'm so excited for that. That's They better not fuck it up. And watch them fuck up. <laughs> yes. You can't hold your hopes very high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comic Con. Henry Cavill's supposedly or rumored to be making appearance to talk about Superman. Remember, everybody's kind of wondering whether or not he's going to reprise his role or if they're going to recast the Superman role moving forward. So we'll mm. see. Just trying to see if there's any more news. I'm not seeing too much. We covered a lot for this week. Yeah, it seems yes. to be quick quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we can call it here. Yeah. Um, now uh, I do have a little uh, little announcement. Uh, I have a buddy who's an executive chef. 
um, and uh, might have him on as a guest. Um, he's he's ran restaurants. He's done that sort of thing. He has opinions about the shows we watch, cooking shows we watch, and things. Uh, and he's a really cool guy. So uh, I talked to him about it. He's he's kind of excited. So uh, hopefully we can get him on here soon. Nice, awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Well, let's see here. First, let's talk about uh, joining us here at Discord. If you go to bit.ly backslash the mad lads Discord. Discord, you can get us there. Or you can do the mad lads podcast and you can find our podcast. Yeah, the mad lads. And do them all lowercase because I don't like saying the rest of it. <laughs> um so yeah so that's bit.ly forward slash your mad lads discord and bit.ly forward slash your mad lads for the two links he means there you go they're beautiful uh you can find me myself and my dogs on twitter or uh, twitch and twitter twitch is mad hatter and and twitter is hatter durant i think i don't know i don't pay attention um <laughs> And uh, I think that's it for me. Who's next? Yeah, I'll go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so you can catch me at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash X. Click it, X. Uh, mind you that my community is 18 plus, so if you're a minor, please disregard. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at at sign T-H-E-O-R-U-L-E-Z. Deal rules. Uh, and once again, 18 plus, I usually just share whatever I'm eating or promote my friends or whatever I'm looking at at the time. Thank you. And our next guest is... Uh, for me, you can probably find me um, in a boy band somewhere jamming out. <laughs> but when it's I'm... Called, uh, the, the boy band's called AH Developer. <laughs> But when I'm BH BH developer. When I'm not doing that, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AG developer where I try and stream as often as I can when my internet isn't shit in your bed like Amber Heard. Um, you can also find me on Twitter uh AG underscore developer um, where I sometimes start fights because I like to see the world burn. And any other platforms would be either AG Developer, AG Underscore Developer, or just Adequapus. And my community is also 18 plus um, because I'm an alcoholic. Um, so beware. Be very aware. Um, what a great podcast. That was good shit. We had some good shit this week. Um, yeah, some really good chats. Nice wide variety of topics. And, uh, yeah, click it's laughing. I don't know. What <laughs> I'm always having a good time. Always a good time. Hope you guys all had a good time. Remember, uh, if you're listening to us, you can find us in visual form on Spotify. Uh, we should be on Wisdom fairly soon. Uh, we're going to make AG contact them, see if they have any updates for us. And hopefully next week, we can give you some kind of uh, update on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yell at him if we can do that. Um, so um, We'll check into that, but Wisdom will be dropping on Wisdom fairly soon, I hope. And um, when, whenever their update gets rolled out, basically, for their new platform setup. So uh, we're really excited about that. We can't wait. I'm getting so excited. I can't wait. Uh, so, yeah. Come join us on our Discord. We want discussions. We want topics. We want chat. We want Discord. 
and not in the app sort of way. We want you to come create good discord that we all learn something from, that we all evolve from. Remember, this week's homework is to not care about those around you. Don't care what they're doing. Worry about yourself. Worry about doing the best you you can do. Help those around you, not because you want something back, but because it's the best you to be, right? Don't worry about whether you get it back. As very, very famous comedian once pointed out, as he and his daughter were getting some cereal, he looked, she looked in the bowl and said, Daddy, why do you have more than me? And he said, because I can. And she said, that's not fair. And he said, honey, you should learn this now. Life's never going to be fair. It's never fair. And to be honest, you should never look in someone else's bowl except to make sure they have enough, not that they have more than you do. And I'm going to leave you guys with that. Remember, what you have can be enough as long as you let it be. You guys have a good night, good morning, or good afternoon, and we'll let the pilot take us in. Take care, guys. As we come into approach, I want to thank you for flying with Mad Lads. Uh, we have enjoyed your company, and we wish you well on your journey through life. We hope to see you again at the Mad Lads Podcast.